0: This episode of Star Wars Tonight is brought to you by Geek Fuel, a monthly mystery subscription box for geeks, gamers, and Star Wars fans alike. Get your free bonus Star Wars item with your first box subscription when you head to geekfuel.com slash Star Wars report. Coming up on Star Wars Tonight, there was a big bad press junket with all kinds of news flowing out about, well, you know it, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. Star Wars Tonight starts now. (laughs) Merry Christmas! At least that's what I feel like I should be saying. Hey everybody, welcome back to Star Wars Tonight. It is December, same month as Rogue One comes out. In fact, a mere ten days until the release of the next Star Wars film. And you've come to the right place, it's Star Wars Tonight! Let's do it, right now! Hey guys, uh, welcome back to Star Wars Tonight. Super uh, super glad to have you. I'm Riley Blanton, your host. Good morning, good afternoon, and most especially to those of you watching live at Facebook.com slash Star Wars Report. Good evening, good evening to you. I'm very excited to have you back as we record yet another episode of Star Wars tonight, it is that F- it is it's the podcast that kills the commute as you wait desperately for Rogue One to hit theaters. We're talking about everything in the world of Star Wars, but particularly uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story, and we're just glad to have you along for the ride. We're just feeling very glad to have you. Merry Christmas, uh, Merry Christmas. I'm I'm feeling very Jimmy Stewarty after the last episode of the Star Wars Report. Uh, but, uh, let's, uh, without further ado, bring in a special guest that we have for this evening's program. That's right. It's a program. Uh, we're, we're having special musical guest coming up. No, I wish we did. We, I feel like we should. It's feeling so Christmassy. In fact, uh, I've, I've got all kinds of cool Christmassy stuff in the studio, but I'm not going to, uh, enough of me beating around the bush. Bruce Gibson, a uh, producer of the Star Wars Report, a uh, fine Star Wars fan on the north side of the city. How's it going, Bruce.
1: It's going good. I can't wait to hear who the special guest is. Uh, uh, you. <laughs> is it, oh, I'm the special guest. I feel so special. Thank you, Riley. I just really appreciate feeling special by you. Uh,
0: uh, you. Uh, welcome, you are. Uh, well, thank you. I actually <laughs> eat
1: special K in the morning. Does that I, make me special? Even more
0: so. Even more there so. There you go. I like that. <laughs> it's the special K time of year. Uh, do you really eat special K in the morning? <laughs>
1: On, on weekends.
0: I on remember weekends. as a kid, my mom buying Special K and me thinking, this isn't cornflakes. These are fake cornflakes. I don't. No, I
1: love Special K. What is. Because mm. cornflakes stick to my teeth. My well, dentures. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't have dentures. Not yet. I'm getting close. Uh, that his <laughs> not appointment. Not
0: Stop it, guys. His appointment's Thursday. Come on, just wait. Right, uh, just give me a few more days. So, no, actually, in the background, I'm feeling very festive because uh, here in the video shot on, on the Facebook page, I've, uh, I've got this really cool. And even my mom actually helped me set this up because I was running late today. And I was like, hey, do we have any Christmas stuff out? Because we really haven't had time to decorate yet. Uh, and I, I've been wanting to put stuff in the studio and just literally haven't had time. I'm always at school all day or at work, and then I finally get home. But here in, my, here in the background, we've got these really cool stars that uh, that courtesy of, of, of Mama Blanton and, and of course, the uh, Nutcracker Stormtrooper uh, sitting inside the uh, awesome uh, 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 Santa Foot. <laughs> well, stocking! <laughs> stocking!
1: <What? laughs> Santa Foot!
0: <laughs> it's been one of those days, man.
1: You know what? Every Christmas we grab our Santa feet and put them <laughs> on the fireplace.
0: <laughs> Here's the question: uh, kind of returning to uh, <laughs> returning to the last time you were on uh, the Star Wars report. What did it smell like? Never mind. Uh, that's not. We're not going to go Dr. there. Doctor
1: Scholl's in it. Uh, <laughs> Doctor Claus in them.
0: Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, I think. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take a, just a brief moment here to say a big thank you to everybody who supports this program on Patreon. I usually wait till the end of the show, but I'm doing it at the top of the show today just because it's meant so much. We just, in fact, uh, ple- uh processed all of our November pledges, all of you guys who jumped on in November. And there's so many of you, seriously, especially I think with the launch of, um, of Star Wars Tonight happening back in November, so many people have really done a ton to support the podcast. So, Sears, thanks so much. We've been dropping all kinds of bonus content there, and if you are interested in that and you want to continue to support what we're doing here at Star Wars Tonight, all the way up to and beyond the release of Rogue One, a Star Wars story, you can do so at Patreon.com/slash Star Wars Report, and uh, that's where you can support this podcast and the flagship uh, Star Wars Report podcast as well. Um, but, uh, but you know what? Uh, Bruce. Guess what? Turkey butt. Uh, news butt. <laughs> yeah, news butt. We have something to report. I have the news. Data
1: brought to us by the bottom spies. We
0: can send a clear transmission.
1: There it is. Listen, listen.
0: Uh, news button. News. That's what I meant to say. News button. Uh, and we grow. So the we have the early reactions of that uh glorious ooh glorious twenty eight minute uh screening. It's so hard. Oh,
1: oh I know. Oh. I, I mean, it was so. I mean, seeing that twenty-eight minutes was just fabulous. But I want to see the rest. But wait, what? In my mind, oh. that I actually saw the <laughs> twenty-eight minutes. <laughs> you, yours I and, you and to mine feel both. Jealous.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm. So, I am so unapologetically jealous. I am. Mm, I am not. I, I'm. I'm struggling. I'm. I'm mm. It's a hard time. It's a, uh, it's hard times here at the Star Wars Report. I mean, not that I can afford to fly out anyway, because I'm a poor college kid. Uh, but, but man, that would have been a cool thing to be at. But we have so many friends who were there. In fact, uh, scheduled for the show tonight was uh, Brian Young, but he had his flight delayed coming back and got uh, stuck at work. So he's not available this evening. We're going to try to get him on next week because he was there on the ground. Uh, so uh, I'm, I'm very excited to, to kind of hear from folks who were actually there at the press junket because all kinds of stuff came out from it. Um, and, and specifically there are a couple new, um, yeah, this is from BGR.com early, early reactions to rogue one suggest Disney has another hit in store. So a positive reaction. They did a bunch of interviews. They did all kinds of stuff out there. I'll tell you what the interesting thing is like, I was, it was a process for me, Bruce. I was struggling. I was uh, following along. Mm -hmm. Uh, on on the Instagrams and on the Twitters, right? Uh, kind of following along with all of these amazing, like uh, legit uh, Star Wars personalities and journalist Chris Taylor, Brian Young, Amy Ratcliffe, all these great people. So many of, who've been on this podcast, uh, heading out there, making their way to San Francisco. Uh, and it was so cool. Like uh, I, I was getting better and better, and I was getting you know more and more jealous. But there was a there's this crystallizing moment where I just realized that. I'm human and I just, you know, I, I am pretty good, like solid B, solid B plus even on, uh, supporting and appreciating, um, everyone else's success in the world of Star Wars fandom and podcasting and, and fan sites and all that stuff. We have so many friends who've do, who do so much amazing things. And seriously, like my philosophy on fandom in general, especially podcasting, where there's so many amazing podcasts, so many of whom we have on this show all the time, is that a rising tide floats all boats. The more interest there is in Star Wars, the more voices are out there, the more popular any show gets, uh, the more popular and the more potential for everyone in the community. Because I, I, And I truly believe that. I truly believe that. And I was just like yelling that to myself repeatedly so that I would not forget my philosophy <laughs> as I was following everyone heading out all the way to uh, to Skywalker Ranch and to uh, and to uh, uh Skywalker Sound where they did the screening at the theater there and it looked like an amazing time but uh, like I say we've got a, a bunch of reveals that we're going to talk about but there was this crystallizing moment that truly tested uh, my ability as a Star Wars fan, as a Star Wars podcaster, as uh, as a you know as a human being, it's that time of year, folks, where you stop to consider uh, just just our role with our fellow uh, existing humans on this planet. And that that time was when I started reading. <laughs> for me, <laughs> all of these the stream of tweets that show up. I believe this is like Friday afternoon, and I just see like one after another. Oh, the uh, the shuttle bus is lost. Oh, we're, we might be delayed. And what breaks forth is a, a veritable, albeit humorous, like uh, panic. I mean, maybe not uh, not panic, but, you know, like uh, being perturbed because I've seen like Chris Taylor and Amy Ratcliffe and Brian Young, who's uh, again, uh, we'll have on the show next week, uh, where they, it looks like they might not even make it. And, uh, you know, it, they, they, uh, <laughs> there were so many tweets about it. It was kind of a genuinely funny thing to watch as these uh, Star Wars journalists are trying to make it to the press junket and getting delayed, and they're using, like, Google Maps, and everybody's trying. In fact, I was listening to an episode of Full of Sith today that they just put out from the press junket, and they were laughing about all these mommy bloggers and stuff that Disney had out there, like helping the, the driver navigate and get to the destination. It was really funny at the same time. At the same time, ladies and gentlemen, all I'm sitting there is thinking that there's just all the, you know, the 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 bad elf on my left shoulder is just screaming in my ear. Oh, woe is me. Such a difficult life. Hashtag relatable. When you try to get to the press event for Rogue One and your bus gets delayed. Ooh, it's so terrible. I was like, oh, I just, you know, guys, I, we've all been there. <laughs>
1: It's like Lottie <laughs> freaking died, right?
0: <laughs> the like, struggle's real, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, when you are invited to Lucasfilm and the bus gets delayed, like, you know, it's it's a hard times, hard is times.
1: It, is this a bus that Lucasfilm was shuttling all them to Skywalker Ranch? ranch? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what did I say Rance? Rance. <laughs> to Skywalker Ranch? Because it's their if it's their own bus, then they would wait for it to show up. They know it's running late. They wouldn't start without them. Yeah, I, that's a good question.
0: I i have no were idea. Were
1: they like, you know, Ubering or something?
0: <laughs> I mean, no, no, it was like it was a shuttle of some kind. You know, a question. So wasn't
1: Brian Young rented a van and they all got in the back and they were smoking weed or anything? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, don't, I mean, not that I know. If you know, a question we'll have to ask him when he comes on the show next week. But uh, it was like I say, uh, the the struggle was real. Uh, oh, and I just now found the chat. I thought I I pulled up a previous video, uh, <laughs> I pulled up a previous video on our Facebook and accidentally tweeted out the wrong link. Um, but uh, but I just found the actual one, so now I'll be able to see the chat and I'll be able to see like what the general reaction to to, to the 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 hard times, hard times. Uh, you know, it's. Let me just. Oh, wait, I can't play music because I'm on Facebook Live. Just imagine in your head, like, sad, Christmassy piano, and I'll just put that in the background as I say. Ladies and gentlemen, remember, in the most festive, familial time of year, as you consider your friends and family that support you so much, that make you so fortunate with where you are today, consider those less fortunate, please. Consider the plight of all of the journalists on their way to the Rogue One exclusive press screening who were almost late. And remember... Your life could be worse <laughs> and, on that, and on that note, everybody, uh, it's uh, the Star Wars uh, Tonight podcast continues here in just a moment.
1: This is the
0: Star Wars Tonight Report podcast. Aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper? Ah <laughs> time. Was that
1: the bus I just heard beeping?
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm so glad to have everybody in the chat. And I think people enjoyed my little tire. I hope, you know, of all the relatable things, I hope people can relate. And I'm not just being a terrible human being by not feeling entirely. You know, it, we have our baser instincts. That's all I'm saying. Uh, all right. Let's talk about it. Uh, Rogue One, let's get to the actual meat of the deal. Uh, let's jump to Screen Rant. Uh, Rob Keyes was especially enthusiastic about his impressions, saying it puts the war in Star Wars. Quote, the set pieces are extremely detailed, worn, well-realized, uh, even uh, more than the back-to-the-practical back practical effects of uh, <laughs> The Force Awakens. It's violent, powerful, and even more hardcore, uh, It makes uh, if that makes sense. If you want to see more of what the rebellion is really like in the days of a new hope and the empire strikes back this movie's exactly that it's no longer a simple black and white good versus evil conflict uh mm. i feel like i should be jumping into a boxing ring after reading that segment from rob keys uh so uh, very positive let's uh let's jump to indie wire the initial opening sequence jumps ahead a few years to find older jen uh, now played by felicity jones eking out an existence uh, I'm going to skip there because I don't want to get anything too. Well, it's not really spoilery. Uh, then, of course, Cassian Andor and some of his cohorts who are, have a very um, uh, important mission that only Jin can complete, mm, and so that's where the beginning sets up. So, uh, Jacob Hall of Slash Film uh, has much to say about K-2SO, the reprogrammed Imperial Security Droids. This hulking monstrosity of a robot towers over humans and seems more than capable of dispatching enemies with the smallest amount of effort which he accomplishes while also being temperamental and without a single social grace. Uh, again, very much straight out of the, uh, uh, what the droid from Knights of the Old Republic that I forgot his name already. Uh, statement. Oh, well. You didn't ever play Knights of the Old Republic, Bruce. I feel like no, this No, but is, I've
1: heard you talk about it before.
0: Yeah. Let me know in the chat. This is like a literal deja vu repeat where I'm going to say, Uh, you know, uh, that, and yeah, uh, people in the chat saying no spoilers. Yeah. I'm being super careful now, even for myself, where like a lot of these has these early reviews and stuff come in. Like, I don't mind knowing some stuff about the beginning of the film, which is, I think what this 28 minutes is really. Um, but, uh, but that's what I'm, I am being super cautious and I'm really not watching too many more, um, TV spots at this point. Uh, I will say so this Charles says HK 47 up there. I just saw it in the chat. Thank you, Charles. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks for tuning in by the way. Uh, thank you. And, and, and Charles, you're, you're my official uh, HK 47 reminder. That's uh, that's what you got to do. Uh, oh, and let me put a, let me fix the shot here because I realized let's put a, let's put both of these fine folks, uh, front and center. That way you can uh, see Mr. Bruce a little bit better. There and we You go. can
1: see that Riley and I are wearing the same shirt.
0: <laughs> no, we're not. Although it What's is close, the
1: same color. It
0: is. Oh, it is almost exactly the same color. Uh, <laughs> that is hilarious.
1: <laughs> I didn't say we're wearing. We're in the same shirt together. I'm just saying we're wearing similar shirts.
0: Uh, uh, we're gl- uh, Excellent. Uh, we're glad we clarified that. Uh, inquiring minds definitely wanted to know. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Um, Rogue One hits theaters, of course, December sixteenth. Uh, December fifteenth, really, uh, which is the moment that I take everybody to remind you. Listening to this podcast live and on the podcast version. If you are in the Atlanta area, this is one thing you must do right now. Unless you're driving. If you're driving, pull over. All right, be safe, okay? But, if you're not driving, um, here's what I want you to do. Go to starwarsreport.com slash meetup where it'll redirect you directly to our Facebook event for the pre-Rogue One meetup. That's right, the official Star Wars Report Uh, Rogue One pre-show. We're getting together a great group of folks hanging out at Meehan's Public House and Pub at Atlantic Station right in the heart of Midtown Atlanta. It's going to be a great time, and uh, we're going to meet up at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and uh, we're going to hang out for about an hour and a half. About 6.30, we head over to Regal Atlantic Station to watch... Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. We have the 7 p.m. IMAX 3D showing. I believe there are a few seats left there, actually. They're not really good seats, but if you want to hit that first showing of the night, you can go to that. And I'm pretty sure there's some uh, later uh, showings as well, like the, the 8 PMs or the 10 PMs, et cetera, et cetera. But that's what you want to do. Star Wars com slash meetup star Wars com slash meetup. Uh, if you're at all in the Atlanta area and you want to meet up before you see rogue one, especially if you have it, if you're seeing it later in the evening or you're seeing it at another theater, but in Atlanta still meet up, so go hang out at, uh, at Mehan's pub and public house where we all hang out and talk star Wars and try not to be spoiled in the last, Few minutes like uh, people did for me when they spoiler bombed me right before the Force Awakens. Thanks, everybody. I'm still bitter about that, by the way. I'm still.
1: <laughs> well, that kind of happened to me too, but I I wasn't sure if it was real or not. What they were saying, it, you know, I just didn't know if they were just making stuff yeah. up. So when in the movie, it was like, well, I don't know if that's really true or not. We'll see. So it didn't spoil it for me. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it did for me, sadly, <laughs> which just sucks. But, you know, that's the way it happens. Damien in the chat was fortunate enough it didn't happen to him. But it happened to a lot of uh, any I, there's a lot of podcasters and stuff I, I talked to who that day uh, got uh, spoiler bomb. But, you know, what, it's painful memories. Let's not let's not dwell on it too much. Uh, we, we have another story that we do want to talk about, because when it comes to the early reactions for Rogue One, there is another person who has seen the film. Oh my gosh! A, are we
1: the only ones who haven't seen it?
0: Yes, that's the story of tonight's
1: podcast. I think anybody who has seen Rogue One has been on the show, except for the people who are actually doing the show.
0: <laughs> it's so true. Ah, oh, you're making it you're making it more po- painful, Bruce. Um, we have uh, the the one and only G L into house G to the. Uh, Hang on, I'm trying. I've got to clean it up for family friendly. Uh, oh, G yeah. to the mountain fountain. L. Uh, George Lucas uh, has his opinion on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I've got an opinion on Rogue One. It's well, I'll tell you what it is right after. I tell you about our sponsor for this podcast, and that is Geek Fuel. Geek Fuel is continuing to sponsor Star Wars Tonight all the way through and past the release of Rogue One. And we do really appreciate them. So here's what you want to do. You want to check them out, head to GeekFuel.com/slash Star Wars Report. That takes you directly to the Geek Fuel uh, website where you can check out their subscription service, a monthly mystery box designed for Geeks, gamers, and Star Wars fans alike. Each box contains five to seven unique items, including posters, including T-shirts, including sometimes action figures, really cool things like uh Hang on. The... Wait for it. I've got it here because of the sample they sent me. The Dragon Egg Game of Thrones toothbrush holder and storage kit. You think... <laughs> oh, you, think cool. I'm, you think I want that. <laughs> hang on. You think I'm lying. Uh, I'm uh, I'm uh, pulling it out of its box right now. <laughs> right in front of the camera. And you can see this sucker. Uh, look at that. Look at that.
1: Oh, wow. Uh, so that that's what they awesome.
0: do. It, it, it. They surprise you each and every month. Each... Box has a guaranteed $50 of value, all for the reasonable price of $15 plus shipping and handling. This is the perfect present for that Star Wars fan who you think has everything. It's Christmas season, it's time to shop. Get yourself a free bonus Star Wars item. That's right. They're giving Star Wars Report and Star Wars Tonight listeners a bonus Star Wars item with their first subscription box. And that's when you head to geekfuel.com/slash Star Wars Report. All right, let's talk about George Lucas. And the early birds making of the first screening. This is direct from the Telegraph. One thing I've discovered, by the way, Bruce, doing this show, is how much I love, and I mean I love, British newspapers.
1: They know... (laughs) Wait, why? Because Because they know how
0: to write. (laughs) uh, Because I hate... I'm uh, I'm not going to lie... I'm just going to channel any frustration of me not having had the opportunity to go to the Rogue One Junket and just go straight to channel that all into my frustration with Content Farms. And that is how almost all of these geek sites are terrible about not actually having some kind of engaging or interesting thing to say about the news, they just regurgitate what all everyone else is saying. And it's this one big giant circle of reprinting news. And so fortunately, when I see like a reaction to, uh, you know, the press screening or or new information on this George Lucas news story about his opinion on Rogue One, uh, (laughs) when I see the Telegraph or Guardian or something like that, I'm like, yes, yes. Uh, and now, of course, not has a lot of promise to live up to because I haven't actually read the full piece. So we'll see if Alice Vincent lives up to my high expectations of, uh, of witty British press. Um, and it basically, it does do the proverbial, Rogue One follows Jin Ursa. as she's recruited by the Rebel Alliance to steal the blueprints for the Death Star. All right, here we go. So we have a roundup of all kinds of different uh, tweets, but what I want to get to is the reaction of George Lucas... Uh, Edward said, I believe it was during the press junket. Gareth Edwards says, quote, two days ago, we got to show George the movie and we all had a phone call and I got to speak with him yesterday. And I don't want to put words into his mouth, but I can honestly say that I can die happy now. He really liked the movie. It meant a lot to be honest. And no offense to anyone here. It was the most important review to me. Uh, you, uh, you know, you guys are important. But he's a kind of God, and I'll take that conversation to my grave. His opinion means the world to me. You know, as a...
1: Wow. As a... uh, So he saw the whole movie.
0: Yeah. Not just 28 minutes. Yep, the whole
1: shebang. Uh. So how did they show this to him? Did they take it to his place, or did he Yeah, it sounds like like
0: it was a screening because... If, if it was Gareth Edwards in person, they would have had the conversation right then and there. So the fact that the conversation right. took place at a subsequent day, I'm sure it was like, <laughs> they mailed him a DVD and he's like, ah, uh, Melody, how do you... <laughs> how, well, do you well, how do you switch inputs? Ah, your TV?
1: Yeah, oh, why is there football still?
0: <laughs> why is... And then Melody, like... Bulpen, <laughs> Melody hops and clicks eject on the, uh, on the Blu-ray player <laughs> and then out, outscrolls the Phantom Menace DVD. <laughs> Not uh, even the Blu-ray, why, just the DVD. Why,
1: why, why is it in the Santa shoes on the fireplace? <laughs>
0: uh, well, you know what? I, I did the, the sort of uh, standing O, uh, the, the, the Riley Blanton standing ovation. Um, and man, I, that really gratifies me to hear him speak in those terms. Because I really think, uh, you know, Justin Robert Young talked about this on the podcast last year when we were leading up to The Force Awakens. And he really, I really appreciated how, I don't know, I, how Justin's someone who hates the prequels and, and, you know, doesn't like any of them at all. Uh, he's, he's straight out of the red-letter media school of thought, which, you know, I don't agree with, but I'm fine with. Like, uh, if, if, if someone doesn't like it, I certainly understand why, uh, I, I recognize a lot of the flaws. I just like the movies because, you know, I was 12 when I saw them and thought they were the best thing ever. Uh, so there's a sentimental attachment that I have that I know kind of ruins my objectivity. And I don't even say ruins my object, objectivity. It just makes me value it for different reasons than someone who's 40 now and grew up watching Star Wars when they were seven. So recognizing that, hearing um, a recognition for a man, who I think, who, who uh, doesn't get enough recognition for what he did accomplish. Like, everyone knows who George Lucas is and what he accomplishes. But at the same time, it never hurts, and even sometimes, I dare say, really helps. And it makes me appreciate the fact that Gareth Edwards is willing to take a look at, you know, uh, his movie, present it very nervously and respectfully to the man who created this universe, and then when he gets the re- uh, review, he's willing to stand up next to who I assume is Kathleen Kennedy and all the other people at the press junket, and say, you know boss of me per- personally right now. I think, yeah, your opinion matters. You know, whose matters more GL. So GL in the house, uh, round of applause. Uh, thank you, Gareth Edwards. Well said, sir. And you know what? Very few people would disagree. I think very few people would disagree. So that is, that's a show, man. I just looked at the clock, uh, and we are already right at, uh, almost a half an hour. So We are almost out of time, but I feel like I'm forgetting something, but I always am. You know how this works, Bruce. Uh, Any parting thoughts uh, that you wanted to share before we bounced out of here, Bruce?
1: I just want to say that every day that goes by, I'm getting more and more excited. I never thought I would be even more excited than I was yesterday, but today I was so pumped driving home. All I could think of was Rogue One. Yes. And then you called me you said, you want to be on the show tonight? And I'm like, heck
0: yeah. Yes. That's exactly what he said on the phone, everybody. Heck yeah. (laughs) I was like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and on that note, this episode of Star Wars Tonight is in the can. Big, 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 big. That sounded almost like a, a bullhorn. Big, 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 big. Thanks to Bruce Gibson for last minute stepping in uh, and co-hosting the program with me. Mr. Bruce, tell people all about what you're up to on ye old internet.
1: Well, you can find me on Twitter at Admiral underscore Rex. That's Admiral underscore Rex. And you can also find me on Trek FM doing literary treks with Matt and Dan.
0: Sweet, sweet, sweet. Uh, awesome. You can also find me on Twitter. I'm at the Riley guy. Uh, we're back live tomorrow. Uh, we, I'm actually still working on tomorrow's guest. We've had some scheduling issues, but also uh, i I'm in the process right now. I was hoping to have it set up tonight. I didn't have time, but in the process of setting up a brand new home for us to be live streaming, uh, and I'm just going to say it right now because I, I still haven't tested it. And I have to get the setup going. But if that works out, we will be streaming live at diamondclub.tv. How about them apples? Uh, that's that, which is just really cool. Brian Brushwood and Justin Robert Young's uh, community of fellow podcasts that has a great really easy to use live streaming platform and chat room that I just am really, really grateful uh, that, uh, that they're actually letting us jump on board. So I'm getting all of that set up right now. Uh, also, make sure you're subscribed to the show. If you're li- within the sound of my voice, jump to iTunes, StarWarsReport.com slash iTunes. Well, but that's, that's the main show. Uh, if you go to StarWarsReport.com slash Wars tonight, iTunes, just all run together. Take you straight to us. So just search for Star Wars Tonight in your podcatcher of choice. And please, uh, while you're there, leave us a rating and review. Big thanks to our sponsor for this episode, Geek Fuel. Make sure that you get your free bonus Star Wars item when you go to geekfuel.com slash starwarsreport. Uh, Also, big thanks to everyone supporting us on Patreon and really jumping on board that team to directly support this podcast and make it happen every weekday. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We couldn't do it without you. And in fact, for you guys watching live and on the podcast, we do do Friday episodes as well. We do Monday through Friday, but those Friday episodes I like to toss out as specifically bonus content for people who support us on Patreon. So you can do that. Again, patreon.com slash Star Wars Report. And sometimes in the middle of the week, I throw in an eight-minute-long riff of me impersonating various actors as Star Wars characters, including Jimmy Stewart as Yoda. <laughs> And including Australian Han Solo. And sometimes I uh, regret that and would never publish it publicly, but it is definitely in the Patreon feed. So so that's what we do. Uh, that puts a wrap on this episode of Star Wars Tonight. Uh, a big, Oh, and a big, big, big final salute to everybody who jumped in on the live chat at our Facebook page. Craig, Francisco, Brian, Damian, Charles. Thank you so much, everybody, for jumping in today. It's been an absolute pleasure to hang out with you guys in the pre-show and during the show itself. So we'll be back tomorrow, same time, probably different place. Uh, Star Wars tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every weeknight. We'll talk to you tomorrow. May the force be with you, and of course, we'll catch up with Jin, Cassian, and Baze and share it all in well, ten days. How about that? How about that? See you at me hands. to Star Wars tonight. Remember, the opinions expressed in this podcast do not represent those of Chris Kringle, Will Ferrell, or Santa Claus. Also remember, when you're not invited to the Rogue One press junket, there's one thing you can do. And that is have at least some kind of sympathy for the people on the bus. Like, they got stuck. It was bad. It was a hard times hard times hard times so long guys we'll see you next time